0: that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: This is the Pro Audio Suite Podcast.
2: <laughs> Quick bites. Thank you, Larissa. And thank you to Harlan Hogan's VoiceOver Essentials, the home of the Porter Booth Pro and Rode Microphones. We have a few special guests, in fact, a veritable crowd. Uh, We have Adam and Tom from Imaging Blueprint, Jeff Berlin, who's an imaging voice and producer, and Adam Schneider from Rock 100.5 and 99X in Atlanta. Now, today, based on a lot of forums that I've been reading lately, uh, where they're discussing doing voiceovers remotely using a telephone, no microphone, just the microphone that's built into the telephone to deliver voiceovers. Is it good? is it not? What do you think, guys?
3: The iPhone actually has really, in my opinion, remarkable little microphones, uh, especially the, the newer versions, the iPhone 10 and 11. Uh, they've taken it to another level. If you record not using voice memos, which uses a lot of data compression, but just a full 24-bit or 16-bit uncompressed uh, Wave file using Twisted Wave or AudioShare or whatever app you want to use to record, you can get, in my opinion, a perfectly usable piece of audio, as long as their proximity to the mic is good. If they're talking close to the iPhone microphone, and they talk loud and clear. Uh, you're not going to get a lot of low end. The microphone doesn't give you bass, but you can always EQ that up afterwards to try and compensate or use harmonics. But uh, it's, it's a good clear. The mids and the highs, I think, are perfectly usable. And uh, it's not much different than using a flash recorder to capture audio.
2: I think my issue more than anything is if I, for instance, was a plumber and I turned up to do a job at someone's house and asked to borrow their tools because I didn't have any, I probably wouldn't get too much work. And to me, if you claim to be a professional voice talent, then you should be set up anyway.
1: Is that not uh, based on the context of the work, though? So at the moment, because everyone's in lockdown and because of COVID, people are maybe forced to, to go down that route uh, of using the iPhone. Uh, there's one thing doing it in that environment but once lockdown is lifted and you get the use of your studio back then okay maybe that's a different story but right now I think it, it depends I you know I obviously don't want to talk for Jeff or for any other VO but of, of course all these guys have their own incredible VO recording equipment microphones preamps and the rest of it and absolutely would use those you know nine times out of ten but because we're in this situation what Jeff's saying is is probably quite true. Actually, it's uh, it is a good little microphone in there, and it will get you unstuck from a from a a sticky situation shall we say the context was if a client wanted to record their own commercial
3: and uh given the way the advertising climate is if a client really wants to voice their own commercial that's a whole other issue but i would do everything i can to accommodate that they can't physically go into the radio station right now to record so the iphone i mean they're not going to have a a recording studio it's the guy sells tires or whatever they sell uh they're, they're not audio professionals but they have an iphone
2: I think the case with this one was that the uh, the people that were doing using the iPhone to record actually were voiceover professionals, supposedly, um, and that that's what I found surprising. And I'm not going to point the finger at talent not having a setup, but what I find odd is that a lot of studios now are accepting audio that they should never accept, and uh, I, I don't know where this will end up. Is it, are we going to drive everything down to that kind of quality? Is it going to stay there, or...?
4: The question I would pose is to Robert, because you guys at Source Elements are talking about iPhone compatibility with your next version of Source Connect, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right?
5: Yeah, it's going to be there. Um, I've always had a problem with the race to the bottom. I don't think it's impossible to do things off of an iPhone. I think that certainly the platform has a lot of attractive things about it. It's definitely powerful enough. With the right software, it can do everything you need. It's just like not quite there yet. That's all. Um, from the sonics of the microphone, I can see it working. I think it, it again comes down to the room is going to still be more important than even that microphone. You got to have a really bad mic to make the room not matter. Um, so the room first, the delivery, the microphone third. Could you get away with it? Yeah, I mean, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a little bit tough to get the bass back if it's never really captured in the first place. You can't, you, you know, it's like you can't multiply by zero. But um, there's something down there, I'm sure. So you can dig it out, hopefully, and get it to sound a little bit more full and warm. Um, but it it, it can work. <laughs>
4: yeah, Jeff,
5: you sound like you've had
4: some experience with this. Have you have you done stuff that way, recording with an iPhone? Yeah, or being sent or files off an iPhone. Either way? I
3: extensively use flash recorders for radio imaging and that's to get listeners and that's to get it so it sounds dynamic, so it sounds real like it's not in the studio. Uh and I'll record uh I'll actually have announcers uh just go we'll go outside, we'll be in traffic and get all the ambient noise. Uh so the the iPhone isn't as good as a you know, like a zoom H four N or I use a Tascam, whatever it is, DRW something. Um but at a pinch, the iPhone is capable of giving you some audio that you can use for listener drop-ins or, or you know, a client recording a commercial. You can sweeten it later in the studio. There's all sorts of tools with RX and everything to clean it up. Um, and, you, yeah, you can get something that'll sound okay for a promo or commercial. I, I wouldn't use it for, you know, for actual voiceover, for a promo voice. Um, unless Or,
5: or like a movie. national spot. It sounds like these are being used a lot more on just, uh, you know, business owners doing quick you know, more direct produced uh, commercials that are being run or something. And I, would, I wouldn't I would imagine like for a, like a nationally run spot that the, hopefully, <laughs> you know, like- he, if, Okay, here's,
4: here's a know, question th- for you. If you flipped this on its head and you said that the client wanted to run a TV commercial, so he filmed it on his iPhone and sent it into the TV station, it would be royally rejected- so are we saying as a medium that we're happy with the reverse of that?
5: Why, why would it be rejected?
4: Well, I can't imagine a TV station going, hey, you've shot this on your iPhone, it meets all our requirements because there's, pl- there's some pretty hefty standards in Australia th- in terms of frame rates and stuff that everything has to be done at. If you
3: record a plane crashing with your iPhone video, it will be shown all over yeah. the world. <laughs>
4: right? Yeah, I get that. And on Case news, by case
1: basis. <laughs> On
4: the content
6: news. is king is that what you're saying content rules all. it's all yeah. about the content but not in a commercial
4: I, I, well i i can't speak for the states but here in australia there is no way you would get it on air i agree with you rob i think it's, it's it's too much to ask for a tv commercial to be produced by the client itself movies yes because you've got a technical team behind it and they've shot mu- music videos on iphones before but what a commercial sort of i can't see that happening
6: mm. yet yeah, mark my words <laughs> there are some crazy-ass trends coming up now, yeah. especially out of COVID. Like, we yeah. have no idea what's coming. I, It'll be very interesting to see. I would be in any way shocked if I saw a national commercial shot on handheld phones, even yeah. if they aren't phones. Apple
5: shot, would want nothing more than for that to happen. Oh, yeah. Of
3: course. It'd be a Cloverfield
6: exactly yes. <laughs> i mean
5: anything is possible right now
6: i'm not saying i want to see it happen and i'm not saying it's going to but nothing would surprise me nothing would surprise me and anybody knows the audio is far more important than the video anyway yes you know the way it sounds in the end if they do good audio production and it's shot on cell phones it's gonna win it's gonna. it could be a winner if it's done right well look but at all the
1: hollywood movies over the past 10 years anyway these uh paranormal activity and the other movies that are right. meant to look like they're Shot on these handheld, yet obviously the audio quality is king there. That's right, right, right. It's kind of been. I can't wait to go to
2: a cinema when the screen is actually portrayed.
6: That's. (laughs) 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 Have you guys heard of Quibi? Right,
4: Quibi, ten minutes uh, films and TV series.
6: Yeah, it's a whole new series. It's a network that's all based on phone, mobile, mobile platform, and it is formatted to be relevant in horizontal or vertical. And it changes the format of the shot based on how you hold the phone. So, oh, wow. you know, the future is now.
4: Yeah, wow. Whether Does it succeeds,
6: who knows? If anybody is buying this, I mean, it's but a, doing it. It's a trial program, and it's got it's being backed by Hollywood and big, big money. Yeah, so, short form Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, it's like short form form really for mobile. Like they expect mm. people to sign on, pay a monthly fee, like Netflix, and watch these short. TV shows formatted for mobile for short watches and, you know, with big name celebrities and they're putting a lot of money into this.
3: I'm usually content watching the movie trailer instead of the movie. So this appeals to me, but
5: <laughs> we, <laughs> we used to do these film festivals where you would be given like a subject and you, you, you know, you just have like your team of someone who can shoot, someone who can do some editing and audio
6: Eight-hour film festival kind of thing.
5: Yeah, exactly. Oh, like not yeah. even like just 24 hours. And, yeah. uh, and you'd come up with some funny, great shit. Really, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like yeah. funny what happens when you just have to get it done. But
6: the audio, like that, is way harder to fake. The audio. I mean, I, I mean, I've been using the likenesses, using the the analogy for people of the Instagram filter, and with an iPhone and the right Instagram filter and the right scenario, you can be, do these amazing, beautiful photos. But. The equivalent just does not exist for audio yet. It just doesn't. Um, Someday it could. Someday there could be a filter that you can throw up on your phone, hold it in front of you and talk, and it's going to sound like you're in a studio.
5: So how much of that revolves around the microphone? And can the iPhone mic give a well-designed filter what it needs? DSP, DSP, DSP.
6: It's all about DSP. Like if there's a motivation to program DSPs powerful enough and smart enough to subtract out room reflections and room tone and everything else, you know it could happen. But the math, the maths are much much more difficult when it comes to getting sound well, that sounds real with so much DSP on
5: top of it. I mean, room reflections would be pretty crazy. Yeah, um, but when they figure that out, dude, like Instagram filters don't 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 fix that either. I mean, not really. If, if No, they if mask you, it. But if you're shooting in the complete dark, you can't see anything. It's like, right. That's fix right. that. Right.
6: That's the. I use that analogy all the time, and I'm trying to explain what acoustics are to people. You know, I'm like, imagine using a $10,000, you know, bling, bling, you know, 1D Mark IV camera in a dark room. Okay? That's like using your U87 sitting <laughs> on your desk with a reflection filter. <laughs> in your, in your, you know, in your hallway, one foot yeah. away. With your computer fan right next to it. That's the equivalent of that. And I, I'm getting people hiring me these days with that exact scenario. A $3,000 mic sitting on their desk a foot away. Why doesn't it sound good? In an untreated room, you know? Wow. And it's just like, why is this even happening? But um, <laughs> yeah, it's really fascinating.
4: They yeah. should have used their iPhone, shouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, that's right. A, well, but I mean, coming coming back full circle, just quickly to something Robert said. I mean, is it a race to the bottom? Okay, we've probably established that we can, but does that mean we should be?
0: Interesting enough, I get a lot of artists like you know se- se- sending in their IDs, and these people obviously have access to recording studios. Probably have some home studios. And 95% of them are recorded on their iPhone using the voice memo app. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just yep. a combination of just people just don't seem to care. Why? Because they're lazy?
4: <laughs> well, we yeah. had a great example of that on the Imaging Hangout uh, interview, that uh, podcast that we do in episode two. Um, our guest at the time had some audio sent to him by Tim, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Was it? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it, it sounded terrible. To quote him, it sounded like he was in the bathroom, but he used that to his advantage in the promo. He made it sound like they were talking to Tim in the bathroom. Um, so <laughs> Clever. Yeah, we, yeah, really cool, really clever. So clearly something that was unusable, they made usable. But I still come back to, well, yeah. I, I don't know, I come back to sitting on the fence. I see both sides of the argument. I, I, st- I still wonder, yes, we can, but should we is still the question that bounces back.
2: But it's also the fact that you talk about the bathroom thing. He changed the story for that voice.
1: Yes, he did. He changed the narrative to make it set.
2: But if you're doing a commercial, yeah. the story is already set. Yeah. So you can't change that story.
6: Yeah, they're just such different uh, scenarios. And, um, you know, I, I, there is one race to the bottom problem I am really genuinely concerned with. And I've been watching all of our late night hosts that are so beloved turn in crap content Well, maybe the content's okay, but the production is crap. I mean, it's an iPhone handheld with the mic on the iPhone. And it's been happening not just for the first week or two, but in some cases... That's what what it's settled into. ...for almost three months. So people are completely accustomed to what that sounds like now. Like, that's become normalized. Um, Just like when we went away from boom operators and went to labs, it became normal for every single voice on camera to be heard as though the microphone is six inches from your mouth. That became normalized as well, because we had to. In order to pull off stuff like those running gun shots you see in like West Wing, it was impossible to shoot that with booms, right? So we've all become accustomed to that. So now it's like we've swung the other way and we're now getting used to what it sounds like to have absolutely no mic and total garbage acoustics. And that's becoming becoming normalized and that i that i am genuinely concerned about i gotta be honest but is that because they're trying to give the feeling of
4: everyone being from home so they don't want that perfect create um that perfect sound they want it to
5: sound more natural
6: well i think it's a little bit of that i think it's a little bit of jimmy fallon saying well i can get away with this so why change yeah but some of his other competitors have definitely stepped up the level like stephen colbert is definitely now using a pro camera with a lav you know he and so he's seen that he wants better quality. So it, in this case, it's really unique time because it's really left completely up to the host, and they're making these decisions, and they're all making different decisions as to what the production value should be. I love watching what um I know it's off topic. I'm sorry, but I love watching what the Daily Show uh, with Trevor Noah is doing, where they shoot it to be formatted in portrait or landscape, and mm-hmm. when you watch their content on Instagram, and yes, I do watch it on instagram tv i'm a i'm a mobile phone consumer you can watch some content that's formatted for a portrait and some for landscape but all of it has good audio and good lighting so yeah it's it's very interesting time right now what's gonna what's gonna float to the top what's gonna remain after covid i can go tell back you what's to floating studios.
2: on the top at the moment but um that's another story, <laughs> but it's, I think also you're going to have broadcasters who will be looking at the budgets and going, "Hang on a minute, we can yeah. do this show, and it's going to cost us 25 percent of what we've been paying before." That, that's yeah.
5: for sure. Yeah, that's a little scary. That 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 is a little. Scary. Downtowns are going to be gutted. Just in general, like companies are going to be like, "We had all this office space, and all we had to do was buy everyone a laptop. They already have their own internet connection." And now they're all happier and no one wants to go back down to work. <laughs> Boeing's already told their staff that a third of them
4: won't be coming back to the office. They'll all be working from home full time. So that's interesting. Or fired. No, just working from home, but still. I mean, yeah, maybe eventually fired the way Boeing's going, but yeah.
2: You'll be working from home with no wages.
5: <laughs> but you won't have it's a home. Fired. That will be the no. problem.
6: That's right. Ooh. <laughs> <sighs> Well, that on that note, <laughs> happy
4: end. It's probably the first episode we've ever done where we haven't really answered the question we started out with. I, I don't know. You, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you can answer the question. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure exactly. Yeah.
6: That was awesome. Thanks you guys for hanging out with us No, <laughs> it was, an honor it was to
1: Listen in,
3: actually. Oh, thank you. I'll say by the way, I listened to your podcast uh, while I was driving back from Cape Cod the other day, and I was just, I was so, I was, it was cracking me up in the car by myself, and I just loved the incredible detail you guys went into like the, the, the niggly little production minutia that I, I'm so obsessed with and you, you guys went right there you were all cool. very much kindred spirits
5: cool <laughs> cool. what did we talk about last week <laughs> <laughs> exactly
2: <laughs> this show was mixed by Voodoo Sound edited by Andrew Peters using Source Connect Now and Rode Microphones with technical support from George the Tech Whittam don't forget to subscribe and like us
0: yeah.